As Jesus walked alongside the Galilee Sea, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, throwing fishing nets into the sea, because they were fishermen. Come, follow me, he said, and I'll show you how to fish for people. Right away, they left their nets and followed him. Continuing on, he saw another set of brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with Zebedee, their father, repairing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Good morning, everyone. My name is Jonah. My pronouns are they, them, theirs, and I'm your lead pastor here at Zao. Welcome to the season of Lent. Lent kicked off this past Wednesday with Ash Wednesday, where we all got together and contemplated our deaths. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Honestly, the whole season of Lent is a little deathy. It's kind of morbid that way. It's the whole season where we, uh, you know, some of the imagery is like marching towards the cross for seven whole weeks. But it is the time um, that we contemplate the way that Jesus' ministry led to the cross. And then the resurrection. Easter's coming. That's at the end. It's going to be great. But we have an extended period of time where we contemplate what brought Jesus to the cross. Now, a lot of traditions like to dwell um, on our personal, individual responsibility um, for causing harm uh, and nailing Jesus to that cross. That's not really the Lent vibe here. This season, we are doing a new series. It's called The Breakup Album. Now, it's called The Breakup Album because some things can only be expressed in music. And for me, a lot of times, especially when I'm going through something really emotional, a journey of kinds to the cross or not, there are moments that can only be expressed, only be captured through music. Each week of this series is inspired by breakup songs. And we've picked one song each week to be the topic for the week. These are the kinds of songs that you play on repeat in pivotal moments of your life. The songs that you belt out of the windows of your car at late nights in the summertime when you can't believe that this is happening. They're songs that seem to capture something that's going on in your life in a way that nothing else can. And your breakup songs might be different. In fact, we're going to compile a community-wide list of people's favorite breakup songs so that we can jam out with each other. But the reason we're doing a breakup album and not, you know, some other kind of album is because we're in this season where we're contemplating death. Now, breakups are the actual worst. Breakups feel like a kind of death. Think about the worst breakups you've been through. And we've all been through some kind of breakup or other. Now you can think of romantic relationships or best friendships that have broken up. Maybe the breakup of a relationship where the lines between friends and dating was conveniently blurry. I see you, my queers. Maybe your worst breakup was your breakup with your family of origin. Or perhaps it was with a job or the career path you thought you would have. What about when you broke up with your gender or the expectations of your gender? Maybe it was when you broke up with the closet. 
But maybe the worst breakup you had was the breakup with your church or the breakup with your idea of a vengeful God and the threat of an eternal hell. Breakups are a kind of death. I remember a double breakup, triple really, that I had um, a little over 10 years ago. I was losing a really, really close friend. And I was losing that close friend because I was leaving the job that I had committed myself to, the career, really the identity that I had committed myself to as an organizer. Now, I was doing it to pursue ministry, to pursue this community, to build a different kind of life, but I didn't really know that yet. I had hopes, I had ideas, but what was present in that moment was loss and this close, important friendship this job that was my everything, the plans I had for the future I thought I was building. I was losing that all at once. I remember, I remember crying on the roof of my community co-op. And I called my sister. And I said, why am I making this so big? It's just a job. It's just my boss. And she was like, this is, this is a kind of divorce you're going through. And as we talked, I realized that in fact, it was a kind of death. It was the death of who I thought I was, of who I thought I would become and who this other person would be in my life. The death of who was in my life and what my day-to-day life would be like, like the death of the future I thought that I was building forever. In the end, that ended up being the death of my life in Chicago, a city I loved. It ended up bringing about so many changes I couldn't have imagined. A bit of a landslide, if you will. The first track in our breakup album is Landslide. And it's a great contender in general. The original by Stevie Nicks of Fleetwood Mac and covered over and over and over again. It's a great song, but it won out to start us off because of this one line. Well, I've been afraid of changing because I built my life around you. This is the breakup song for those on the precipice. The breakup song for that moment between knowing it's over and knowing you'll be okay. Wondering, can I handle the seasons of my life? Will I be crushed when this all comes down on my head? Stevie Nicks explained that as she was writing about this, she thought everything in her life that she had been building could just come crashing down on her in an instant. So what happens if you break up with your life? Or what happens if your life breaks up with you? These are big questions of identity. And faith is a process of identity formation. Who are you? Who are you becoming? The relationships, the ties, the connections you have, all the choices that make you who you are. When you break up with those things, Who you are changes. 
will the landslide bring you down? The life before a breakup is over. And so here we are in this Lent, this season of reflection, reflection on the many deaths that have brought us to this moment, the kinds of deaths that we will live over and over again. Because though Easter culminates in joyous life, it is a resurrection. And therefore, the only path there is through the cross. We want resurrection. Resurrection is for us. Resurrection is a promise. Resurrection is the new life, the more full life. Resurrection is an invitation into wholeness. And the only way through is death. That is how we get to the other side. The breakup album is my own spin on Jesus's very jarring metaphor. Those who find their lives will lose them. And those who lose their lives because of me, we'll find them. We have to lose our life to find it. We have to die to come truly alive. We have to break up in order to discover true love. Pick up your cross, he says, and follow me. Now, sometimes we think of the cross as just a heavy burden. Pick up your cross and lug it around. But no, in Jesus's context, pick up your cross and follow me. It was a reference to Roman crucifixion. The Romans were particularly cruel in their public displays of power and vengeance. And so when someone was to be publicly executed, they had to drag the cross, which was the means of their death, to the place of their death. What Jesus says is don't wait for the empire to make you do it. Jesus says, pick up the instruments of your own death. Carry them to the place you will choose to die, to what your life is now, so that you can find new life. That's heavy, Jesus. <laughs> That's like a lot, Jesus. <laughs> so I need to take one step back. We're going to use a breakup metaphor instead of a death metaphor. But truly, if you want to come alive, if you want to find true love, if you want to love yourself completely, if you want to be in love with your God and with your neighbor, with all of creation, we need to break up with the things that are keeping us from wholeness. The story we have today is of an invitation to an enormous breakup. Now we think of this as the start of the journey. It comes in the beginning of the Gospels. And if you grew up in church, you probably heard some version of this story. If not, no big deal. Here's your initiation. Jesus, walking along, doing his thing, spots two dudes on a fishing boat, says, hey, I'm awesome. Come follow me. And they're like, forget my whole life. Bye. Here we go. And then they join up in Jesus' thing and bam. A couple years later, they're fleeing from the authorities while Jesus is hanging on a cross. Jesus is inviting these young men to abandon the life that they know, the career that they're in, the families that they have, their homes, and to join him in an extremely different life. A lot of context is missing from these very quick clipped descriptions of complete breakup with a life. We don't know. 
did Simon and Andrew like being fishermen? Did James and John get along with their dad, Zebedee? Or was there a strained relationship there? Was that easy or hard to walk away from? In Luke, we have a more expansive version of the story where Jesus actually isn't just passing by, but is doing a great deal of teaching. He gets in a boat with some of them. He does a lot of teaching, and then he says, hey, you guys haven't caught anything. Head over there, drop your nets, and they come back with so many fish that their nets break. Jesus says, hey, this isn't for you. There's something more for you, something different. I've got this fishing thing. If you want to fish, this is how to do it. But what if I could make you fish for people? What if your calling is towards something else? And it is after sitting with Jesus, being taught by Jesus, inspired by him, offered hope of of a future beyond their imagination in so many ways, good and bad, and saying, okay, yeah, I will leave the life I have. I will break up with my idea of myself, the future I had been building. And I will trust you that there is something better, something more for me, a path towards wholeness, something that I can be a part of. Now we watch this story unfold over years in the Gospels. But even in this first telling in Matthew, we have a hint of some things that change. There's that little line, Simon, who is called Peter. I love that line. It makes no sense without any context. But we know that Simon was Simon. And then there was Jesus. And suddenly, Simon was Peter. Jesus had given him a new name, had seen him in a new light, gave him a new title. Peter, the rock. The rock upon which the church is built. Simon was Simon on that day in the fishing boat. But through the breakup of his whole life, he became Peter the Rock. The Peter you know, reader, dear reader. Simon, who you call Peter. These young men don't know what is in store, but they break up with everything they have. And they follow the Jesus who gives them hope in a future towards wholeness. We are called this season to learn how to break up well, to break up with the ideas we have of ourselves, with the things that are not serving us, with the relationships, the spaces, the ideas, the practices that break us into little pieces so that we can find wholeness and a a new life. The call towards Jesus, towards the cross and resurrection, is about choosing resurrection knowing that the cross is in the way. Knowing that we have to go through that death in order to find new life. A good breakup has a promise of a new future. I want you to think again about the worst breakups you've been through. But this time, I want you to think of the ways that you have come more alive 
on the other side. After that double, triple, I don't even know, breakup more than a decade ago, as I sat weeping on the roof, I could not have known about today. I could not have known about everything that I got out of losing that life I thought I was building. I am so, so grateful. I'm so grateful for the breaking apart of so many things that I held dear because I have a new life now. And as we discover the things that we need to let die, we die to ourselves to find our fullness of life. So let us review. What are those worst breakups? How have they given life to who you are now? How have they given you resurrection, only possible on the other side of the breakup of everything you knew, of the breakup with that romantic partner or with that best friend, the breakup with your family of origin or with your job, the breakup with your gender or your closet, the breakup with your old church or with that vengeful God? How has that breakup given you so much more life? Resurrection, holy and good. This season, the breakup album is here to tear you down, (laughs) but it tears down what binds you so that you can be free for new life. Will you join me on this journey this season? Will you walk with me towards the cross? Will you reflect on the breakups you've been through and the ones yet to come as we turn towards hope? As we let everything fall away, a landslide, revealing the new life promised, our liberation, our God on our side who is with us, calling us into a terrifying looking freedom, but freedom beyond our wildest imagination. Will you pray with me? Gracious God. We thank you for being before, with, and behind us. We thank you for showing us the way through death. God, make us bold and brave this season. Let us look at the things we need to tear down in our own lives and stories in order to be built up in you and in freedom and in joy. God, help us to look at the past, the breakups that we've been through, Help us to find freedom in understanding anew what that has meant to us and who you have made us into right here and now. And God, may your love, your grace be threaded through every moment of that, that we know that even as our life is falling apart around us, we are never alone. And we can handle the seasons of our lives because we are held in your goodness every step of the way. Amen.